السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ نحمده ونصلی علی رسوله الکریم اما بعد اعوذ بالله من الشیطان الرجیم بسم الله الرحمن الرحیم رب اشرح لي صدری ویسر لي امری واحلل عقدتا من لسانی یفقه قولی سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العلیم الحکیم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا اللهم انفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما All praise is due to Almighty Allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of the universe peace blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam oh Allah we beseech thee to increase us in our knowledge and to protect us from the deception of the satan and the evil of our souls amen ya rabbal alamin it is indeed only the grace and mercy of almighty allah jalla wa ala that we continue what our tafsir and commentary of the noble quran our starting point is surah nur chapter number 24 and verse number 11 in our previous lesson we discussed about lian lian means that where the husband accuses the wife of committing adultery but he that husband does not have four male witnesses who are just people of integrity and honesty and in a case like that now what does islam say islam says they have to make lian that is both parties will do the following the husband will say that he has accused his wife and now he does not have four witnesses so he is speaking the truth so four individual times separately he will say that in the womb in a sadiqin that he is truthful in accusing his wife of adultery or negating that baby that is born or that pregnancy while she is pregnant that it is not he is not the father of that baby or that fetus so four individual times he will say that and the fourth time he will say anna la'natullahi alayhi that he will say the curse of all matyallah is on him in gana min al-kadibin if he is from the liar the curse of all matyallah must descend upon him and she the wife she will take four times qasam and oath and say individually separately innahu la min al-kadibin in this accusation that is accusing her that he is a liar meaning that she has not committed adultery wal khamisata anna ghadab allah alayha that the wrath of all matyallah is upon her in kana min as-sadiqin that the wrath of all matyallah jalla wala is upon her if he is speaking the truth meaning that she is guilty of adultery now these two parties here can never ever get married in future mustafa habibuna sallallahu alaihi wasallam hadith al-mutala'inan la yajtami'ani abada the people who committed li'an that both parties took and invoked the curses with qasam now they can never ever combine together and they can never ever now get together and reconcile can't perform nikah in future together 
For the husband, this li'an becomes a substitute for had qadhaf, meaning the 80 lashes he will not receive, notwithstanding the fact that he does not have four male witnesses. And you must remember for the female that it for her it's a substitute for the death penalty, the capital punishment. So that is what we should realize. That is what we must know in a case like that, that Almighty Allah Jalla wa Allah is teaching us that in a case like this, so both parties will move away and no one will be punished. In time of Nabi alayhi salatu salam, Nabi alayhi salam said, Ahadukuma kazib, one of you definitely is a liar. And remember, you will definitely pay face the consequences in the year after, unless the mercy of Almighty Allah comes and forgives them. So all this happened. We told you that how talaq, only the husband gives. Likewise, this li'an, it's only when the husband now accuses the wife, not the opposite, not when the wife accuses the husband. Because then remember what will happen is she'll have to bring four male witnesses. If she doesn't, then she will be given 80 lashes. And this can only happen really where you have Muslim rule and Muslim government and Muslim judges and so forth. So in our countries where we are in minority and non-Muslim governments, so there you will not be able to implement this law. The next important point we should know, the simple solution here will be when the husband now says that or accuses his wife of adultery or accuses his wife that this pregnancy is not his. So in a case like that, we will say that we must remember that she is now uh, adulterous, Allah forbid in his mind, he can just divorce her. So that will be the easy solution out for him, the husband. Today's lesson, Surah Nur, Surah number 24, verse number 11. This is known as Waqiyah to Ifq. This happened when the battle of the battle took place of Bani Mustalaq. Mustafa, Habibuna, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Sahaba went. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was accompanied by Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu an. So some places you will find is known as Ghazwai Bani Mustalaq and some places Ghazwai Muraisi. So both are similar, the places are nearby, so there is no difference between them. And here Nabi alayhi salatu salam, the Sahaba were returning, they stopped at the place. Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha went to relieve herself and thereafter her necklace fell down. She went to look for it. Yeah, the whole army or the whole group went away. They thought that Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha is in the whole dirge that is like the covering the ladies would have in those times. So they thought she was already inside. Then Hazrat Safwan bin Mu'attal radiallahu ta'ala who came and then he saw Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha. So remember that he was chased. Obviously our mother Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha is chased. Then the Munafikin, they heard about all this. They started passing accusations, making allegations, all these type of things. So Almighty Allah Jalla wa'ala revealed these verses. And all this, if you look at it, 10 verses, 16 verses, some ulama counted as 10, some counted as 16, whatever it is, remember, were all revealed to prove the innocence of Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. And this is Bara'atu Aisha. Here I need to make two, three comments. 
Any person passes that ruling or verdict that our mother Sayyida Aisha radiallahu anha, she is guilty, Allah forbid, Allah forbid, that person is kafir out of the fall of Islam. Second, this is why we say the Shias are kafir and out of the fall of Islam. They say Sayyidina Abu Bakr, Sayyidina Umar, Sayyidina Usman, Sayyidina Aisha radiallahu anha, are out of the fall of Islam, or they say Sayyidina Aisha is guilty, Allah forbid. So this alone, there are multi-reasons, but this reason alone is sufficient to render them out of the fall of Islam. And if you study the books of Shia, especially nowadays, then 100% they are cursing the first three khulafa, Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha, Sayyidah Hafsa radiallahu anha. Hence they are out of the fall of Islam. Third one, we must remember Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha did not even know about all this. If you study the lengthy hadith in Bukhari Sharif, you will find after many days then only she realized that these rumors are going around and so forth. Her father Sayyidah Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anha and her mother Ummah Ruman. So we must remember in a case like this we say, Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla is teaching us that lessons to be taken from here if an incident like this takes place. Another point before we start translating is two women were accused and Almighty Allah Jalla wa Allah exonerated both of them and proved their innocence. One Sayyida Maryam radiallahu ta'ala anha she was accused and called Ibn Zaniyah that Nabi Isa alayhi salam, Allah forbid, Allah forbid, is the son of a harlot by the Jews. Almighty Allah, Jalla wa Allah, the whole Surah Maryam, Surah 19, Almighty Allah exonerates her. And here Almighty Allah exonerates Siddiqa to bin to Siddiq. She is truthful, her father is truthful. For the father, Surah 9, verse 40, got revealed, Thaniyath Naini Thumafil Ghar. And for Siddiqa, Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha, Surah 24, verses number 11, 12, 13, all these verses. And if you go right up to verse number 26, you will see 16 verses were revealed regarding this topic. And therefore our mother Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha says, Allimu nisa'akum surat an-nur. Teach your women folk surah nur. So if something like this happens, they will find solace in what happened to Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. So here we start this lesson. Sayyidah Aisha Siddiqa says, I was sure 100% Almighty Allah will exonerate me, but I never knew that it will be in the Quran. What a great virtue. Tut la ila That these verses are read till the day of Qiyamah. The manaqib, the virtues of Siddiqa Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha are elevated. Almighty Allah Jalla tells us this waqia, this incident is known as waqia to ifk. If means kithbun azim, a very, very big lie. So that is the difference between a normal lie and if. If means a very, very big lie, serious, heinous crime. Verily those people who brought and made these accusations and allegations, meaning against Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha and other Safwan, who brought forward this big, big lie, it is a group of you. So who were this group? 
Remember, this group was munafikin primarily. And the person, the hypocrites, the person who laid the charge, who was the most important person in this, was Abdullah bin Ubay bin Salul. Abdullah bin Ubay is the son. Ubay is the father and Abdullah is the son. And Salul is the mother, not grandfather, as some people think. So he was the person, and yes, two sahaba among the men were also involved, and that is Hassan bin Thabit, Allah forbid, he said that these people are making these accusations, and Mistah radiallahu an. so two sahaba among the male, and the Munafikin, there's so many of them, Usbatum minkum, a group from among you, the Munafikin, the hypocrites, they were also considered as Muslim because outwardly they read the kalima. Therefore in Bukhari Sharif it is mentioned, Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wasallam never killed any Munafik and hypocrite because we must remember that inna nasa yaqulun, the people will say, inna Muhammadan yaqtulu ashaba, that Nabi sallallahu Wasallam is killing his own people. So Almighty Allah tells them, now you brought about this claim and accusation and allegation, obviously which are lies. La tahsabuhu lakum. Don't consider it evil for you. Meaning, now when these type of things come out, then you as a society must know how to respond and how to react. So it is not all bad in this. There are lessons to be learned. The precedent will be set. And remember, you could derive lessons. They wanted to bring down and they wanted to criticize Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha. Balluhu wa khayrul lakum, but it's better for you. In the ending, Siddiqa Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha's rank is elevated. Hazrat Safwan radiallahu anha's rank is elevated. Sayyidah Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anha's rank is elevated. So imagine all this. These are one of the places the Shias have huge, huge difficulty in explaining these verses. Regarding whom does it refer to? Similarly, Surah 9, verse 40, Thani Yathnain, remember, refers to Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq. They can't make any other meaning. Even here, they can't make any other meaning. I have Shia tafsir in my house. They just translate and they don't say it is the Qissa and story of Sayyidina Aisha radiallahu anha. So this is their hatred and kufr that they commit by hating Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anha and Siddiqa Sayyidina Aisha radiallahu anha. La tahsabuhu lakum. Don't consider it evil for yourself. Bal huwa khayrul lakum. But it is better for you. So it shows that this will be where lessons can be learned. For every person from them, from the munafikin and hypocrites, whatever they have earned of the sin, when a person accuses the wife of Mustafa Habibuna of a crime like this, adultery, Allah forbid, that person is out of the fall of Islam. So we must remember this, the Munafikin, they had no remorse, no nothing, majority of them, and therefore they are dispatched to Jahannam. 
and remember that Sahaba, they apologized, and they were saying that we did not say it. We are saying that the Munafikin are saying it. So all this, remember, we should take the whole thing into context properly and understand. From here we understand two points very clearly. Almighty Allah Jalla is the Khaliq. Khaliq means the Creator. Creator means the Creator of the heavens, the earth, the universe, all these type of things. And we must remember that we will say Insan is the Kasib. Kasib means wait, we make intention, we will read Fajr Salat, we will read Zohar Salat, whatever, we will fast in Ramadan, or whatever good deeds. So that is Kasib. But by the same token, people who commit sins, vices, transgression, so they also Kasib. So therefore, Kasib is a person who earns. He makes intention, then he plans accordingly, then he perpetrates and commissions that crime, so it shows that there are multiple, multiple crimes. For each one of them, whatever they earn, so this is the sin. Regarding Abdullah bin Ubay bin Salul, for him this next line is applicable. And that person, Abdullah bin Ubay bin Salul, Raisul Munafikin, who was the protagonist, who played the major role, Tawalla, he took upon himself, Kibrahu, that he wanted to be the main person. He wanted to be the leader in this charge. Allah forbid against Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anh. And minhum from them, lahu adabun azim. For him is a grievous, terrible, heinous punishment and penalty. So all Mighty Allah Jalla is teaching us here. Innal munafiqina fiddarkil asfali minan nar. That these munafiqin, they in the lowest, lowest layer of Jahannam. So we must remember that for Muslims is darajat. That they have high, higher ranks. And for the non-Muslims, the kafir, mushrika in Jahannam, eternally, perpetually in the fire of hell. But those who only paid lip service, they're not only in hell, they're in the lowest, lowest layer of hell, even worse than the kafir and mushrikeen, those who committed blasphemy, those who committed polytheism. So Almighty Allah is teaching us all these lessons here. So for them, adabun azim, that for them is a terrible, terrible punishment. If you just look at Abdullah bin Ubay bin Salul, Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam read the Salatul Janaza for him. After that, Surah 9 verse 84 was revealed. وَلَا تُسْوَلِّ عَلَىٰ أَحَدٍ مِّنْهُمْ مَاتَ أَبَدًا They do not read Salat for any one of them in future because they died as non-Muslims. His kafan mubarak, kafan was Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's kurta mubarak. Imagine, so still he lands up in Jahannam and he's in the worst, worst place in Jahannam. This is what Quran is telling us because he initiated this accusation, allegation. He came and said, see, there were two. Safwan was there, radiallahu anhu, and Sayyidah Aisha, radiallahu anha. And then they were alone and something happened. And then he added so many other things, Allah forbid. Then people started now saying, carrying these tales 
and rumors, and then it came to a full case of accusation and allegation against Sayyida Aisha radiallahu anha. But remember the pain, the anxiety, the tears of Siddiqa Sayyida Aisha during those days before the Wahi comes down. And remember the tears of her beloved father Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq. The tears of Sayyida Ummah Ruman, the Honorable Mother. So what could they say? People are saying all these rumors. But they had firm conviction in the promises of Almighty Allah. Therefore, Usaid bin Hudayr, Sahabi, used to say, Ma hiya bi awwali barakatikum ya ala abi bakrin. This is not the first time barakat came your way. Once Sayyida Aisha radiallahu anha lost the necklace, the ayats of tayammum got revealed. Second time she, re- she lost the necklace, the ayats of if got revealed. Allah exonerating her, elevating her, elevating the entire family and teaching and educating the ummah. So this is mentioned clearly. Go open Muslim Ahmad, Mishkat Sharif, all Bukhari Sharif, Tirmidhi, so many Hadith Kitabs. So Almighty Allah Azza is teaching us lessons. The people who are the heads of this fitna, for them, minhum lahu adabun azim, for them is a horrible, terrible punishment. And obviously those who follow him. Like how Almighty Allah Jalla tells us about the Fir'aun, is the, then Almighty Allah states, When the day of justice is established, So I don't mean the family of the Pharaoh, it means all the votaries, all the followers. They are the worst of punishment for them. So similarly, now for the Muslim community, Muslim society, they in Medina Munawwara, all this happened after Hijrah. Some ulama wrote 50 or 60 after the Hijrah. So nevertheless, the important lessons. So the Ummah, what must we say when we hear this type of incidents, rumors, and we don't have any evidence? Why, when you heard this incident, then you should have said, Then the positive thinking should take place of the believing men, the believing women. Regarding themselves. So it is regarding Hazrat Aisha, regarding Hazrat Safwan. So how you think good of yourself, you should have thought good about them. You call you start thinking positively, not negatively. The negative thought in this type of issues comes from shaitan. It comes from our own ego and our own worms, fancies and desires. So that you should have a good opinion and you should have covered and said, No, these are all that these are all lies. It is all speculation, rumors, fabrications, concocted. So all these things and who is saying all this munafikin, the hypocrites? They were the people who were jealous of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, especially Abdullah bin Ubay bin Salul, because before the migration, he was supposed to be the leader of Medina, the Amir of Medina, the tribes, everybody agreed on this. And when Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa migration took place, the Hijrah took place, 
Now that was torpedoed, and he is no more the Amir. The Amir is Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi sallam, and agreed by everybody, the Muslims, the Ansar, the Muhajirin, obviously, and by the Yahud and the Jews as well, and accepted by the Munafikin. So his aspirations were dashed, and therefore he always had that, that he wanted to get even with Nabi sallallahu alayhi and the easy way, now you cast aspersions, allegations, accusations against the honorable wife of Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi So that is Siddiqa. That is how she gets the title of Siddiqa. And her father, his title is Siddiq. Lola is Sami'itumuhu. So why when you heard all this, that you heard the belief and the believing man, the believing woman, their thoughts, their opinion, their verdict should be beyond Fusim regarding themselves. So this is our mother. So how can you ever think about this? She was and is and always remained the most beloved to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah called her at-tayyibatul Nabi alayhi salatu salam was, is, will always be the most beloved, the most precious to Allah, totally pure. So the wives of Nabi alayhi salatu salam are totally pure. And therefore, if anybody casts aspersion and makes this type of accusations, then definitely such a person is out of the fold of Islam. Therefore, the Shias they gave you the verdict out of the fall of Islam. And remember that they should say that now this is an open lie. This is a big, big lie, a big fabrication. So that is the meaning of ifkun mubin. So those people who are making the allegations, accusations, why did they not present against him, against Safwan? That four witnesses, Allah forbid that he is guilty. Safwan is innocent. Siddiqa Sayyidah Aisha is innocent. Yeah, it was deliberately, intentionally to cause harm to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam because his hopes and aspirations were dashed. Now this was an act of, you know, revenge. Allah forbid. Nothing to do with justice or anything. So why did they not present four male witnesses? And when they cannot present their four male witnesses, so they are the people by all Allah, they are the biggest liars. So it shows all Allah states that for them is Azabun Azim, for them is a grievous punishment. They are the Kadibun, they are the people who invented this, fabricated this. And when people invent this type of crimes, then remember, it is not an ordinary crime. This is you speaking of the household of Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the Quran mentions, for every Nabi, Say, O Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, I ask you for no recompense and no reward. But in Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and my reward is by Allah, in Ajriya illa Allah.
But in case of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, قُلْ لَا أَسْأَلُكُمْ عَلَيْهِ أَجْرَى إِلَّا الْمَوَدَّةَ فِي الْقُرْبَى Tell them, O Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I ask of you no reward, but you must love my family, my kith and my kin, and that is compulsory. So this refers to the Muslim family. So obviously in a Muslim family, who will come? First of all, the wives will come, then the children and everybody. So this is clearly enshrined in a noble Quran for us to love Mustafa Habibun then to love the family and the wives of Nabi all that is mandatory and compulsory upon us if we are Muslim true Muslim Surah to Surah 44 Surah to Surah verse number 23 Almighty Allah Jalla is teaching us so when they can't produce the four male witnesses for Ulaika in the law. So they are the ones by all Allah humul kadibun that they are the liars. alaykum. And had it not been the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah alaykum upon you, O the Sahaba, O this Ummah, wa rahmatuhu fi dunya, and His mercy upon you in this worldly life, wal akhirah, and the year after. Therefore we, the Alu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, believe when a person enters Jannah, then it is the mercy of Almighty Allah and not the actions of that person. Lamassakum fi ma'afatum. Then surely that lamb is jawab, is response to the lola. Then surely it would afflict you. In what you uttered, in what you pronounce, in what you indulge in. So that in what you indulge in. A terrible punishment should overtake all of you, or majority of you, but that is the mercy of Almighty Allah. That got diverted, and the punishment came to the munafikin and the hypocrites, like Abdullah bin Ubay bin Salul, and they died in that state there. So for them is the lowest, lowest layer in Jahannam. May Almighty Allah protect us at all times. May Almighty Allah enhance, increase our love for the family of Nabi Salam, especially the Azwajim Mutuharat, the honorable wives of Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Wa akhiru da'wana. Anilhamdulillahi Rabbi.